Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. It's Friday, TGIF. Thank God it's Frank. Thank God it's Friday. And that means our first hour will be Ask Frank anything. If you have questions on any subject, you can give us a call at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. And we will have a prize to give away to whomever comes up with the best question this hour. Make it good, make it different, make it creative. Speaking of WABC and what a great radio station this is, I had the good fortune a few hours ago last night to be at a live talk done by the Rev and the Rabbi. Rabbi by Joe Potasnik and Reverend A.R. Bernard, a great event. Uh, they interviewed a number of interesting speakers, including the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, whose speech, by the way, was interrupted by ultra left wing protesters. This group, New York Communities for Change, they stood up, they were strategically positioned in different parts. And I think Dominic Carter might have mentioned this in different parts of the auditorium and, st- and stood up and started hooting and hollering. But I think Adams handled it pretty well. I guess when you the mayor, you kind of get used to that sort of thing. And a very interesting talk by Vanessa Williams. I've been a fan of Vanessa Williams for a long time, and to hear her, and it's the first time I heard her, and I, when I got to meet her, I invited her on the radio to talk about this. To hear her talk about her experience as Miss America and being forced to resign because of that photo scandal, it was really the textbook definition of poise and how her faith helped her get through some very tough times. And I hope they recorded it and I hope they played on the radio because it was really so wonderful. Absent that, I hope she joins me on the air. If you want to see a photo of Vanessa Williams and me, you can go to my Instagram page at Morano Vision. That's M-O-R-A-N-O Vision on Instagram. Still a very beautiful woman 40 years after winning that Miss America pageant. We'll do Ask Frank Anything in mere moments. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. For reasons I've chronicled previously in these commentaries, the forthcoming proposals for congestion pricing in New York are a disaster. They're a disaster for everyone, except maybe the MTA that's going to get a whole lot of new revenue from this, but they're especially a disaster if you're an outer borough New Yorker or if you're someone that lives in the New York suburbs and works in Manhattan. And finally, there is a a wonderful politician who is doing a great job fighting for outer borough and suburban New Yorkers. He happens to be from New Jersey. I am not joking. The MVP 
in terms of the fight against congestion pricing has got to be Congressman Josh Gottheimer, a Democrat from New Jersey, who not only continues to vocally oppose this congestion pricing plan that would raise tolls on motorists entering central Manhattan, but he pointed out yesterday something that I don't think a lot of people have considered, and I certainly haven't heard anybody talk about it, which is that this congestion pricing fee could actually end up costing the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey $125 million and Annually from lost tolls by drivers who are deterred by the fee. The financial hit could endanger all sorts of capital projects in New York and New Jersey, and Gottheimer warned that these renovations to the Port Authority bus terminal in Manhattan could really be hit by this. Congestion pricing is expected to generate $15 billion for the MTA. But as Gottheimer said, the MTA is literally robbing Peter to pay Paul to boost revenue for the MTA. And he is calling on the MTA to back down now and find another solution to their financial woes that don't squeeze more blood out of the New Jersey stone. And I would add, as somebody that would have to pay this as a Staten Islander, it's not just New Jersey motorists that are being hit by this. So good for you, Josh Gottheimer, and I hope Governor Hochul reconsiders this disastrous congestion pricing fee before it starts. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Are you getting hammered by inflation? Well, not to worry. Energy prices are about to go up even more if you're a New Yorker. There is, thankfully, some opposition and concern about a proposed Con Ed electric and gas rate increase. But the problem is it has the backing of Mayor Eric Adams' administration and the state staff. This joint proposal would increase rates... 12.5% on bills over three years for electricity customers and 20% for gas customers. More groups have now signed on to support the electric rate hikes, including the Natural Resources Defense Council and a geothermal trade organization. There will be a public comment period on the proposed rate settlement, which is subject to final review by the Public Service Commission. The public comments are requested by April 7th. I'm going to be submitting some public comments loudly in opposition to this. The Department of Public Service has estimated that the rates may go into effect in June, which means that the Public Service Commission may aim to take action by their regular May session. I don't know about you. I cannot afford to pay more for both electricity and gas right now. This is outrageous. And what's frustrating about this is there doesn't seem to be anyone standing up for the ratepayer. I wish New York City and New York State had something like what Illinois has and San Diego and Oregon, a citizen's utility board made up of ratepayers, non-governmental, not funded by the taxpayer, but an independent authority that can stand up and speak up for the ratepayers. It saved a lot of money for the ratepayers in Illinois, and New York doesn't have anything like this. Mario Cuomo, to his credit, did try to implement something like this in the early 90s, but uh, he was gone before it could come to proper fruition. And this, to me, underscores the need to implement something like this. The ratepayers, quite simply, don't have the money to afford this right now. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. 
Once again, a terrific scoop by the publication The City, which is doing some of the finest journalism, especially when it comes to public affairs and government, that anyone is doing in this city. There were $12 million in ventilators sold as scrap metal for $24,000 in a COVID gear liquidation. This is crazy and this is outrageous. They were the backup ventilators created to help healthcare workers at the worst of the pandemic in New York. Taxpayers paid $12 million for 3,000 of these units. They call them bridge vents in April of 2020. But the majority of them sat unopened and unused in a warehouse. And all of them were quietly sold at auction last month for $24,600. Total, total. Understand, $12 million worth of ventilators, 3,000 of them, sold for a total of $24,600. That is $8 per ventilator. So the city, the newspaper, not the government, the city found as part of an investigation of city government's efforts to auction off millions of dollars worth of COVID-related supplies that officials have decided are no longer needed. The big sell-off now comes after the de Blasio administration waived the usual oversight of city contracts at the start of the pandemic. In an internal email obtained by the city sent last summer when COVID cases were rising, a top official in the administration of Mayor Adams fretted that if the public learned about the auctions, it would prompt an inquiry about the city's overbuying during COVID. Well, Mr. Mayor, we have learned about the auction and we are concerned that the city spent $12 million on ventilators that it did not open and did not use and is now selling them for $8 a ventilator. This is very concerning, and I think it illustrates the need for greater oversight when it comes to not only the city's procurement practices, but its selling practices. Great work by the city, very poor job by city government. Beam me up! To be continued.